This is an All Ears English Podcast, Episode 94. Do I need a native English teacher? Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. When it comes to learning English, do you need to hire a native English teacher? Find out our opinion on this topic today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. How's it going, Michelle? Good, Lindsay. Good, good, good. How are you? Good. Our listeners have been hearing the last couple of episodes. We've had Aubrey from our team on the podcast. We've had Jessica a few times. And now we have you back on here, Michelle. It's great to have you on the show again. <laughs> I'm back. I'm happy to be here as always. Absolutely. So today we're asking a really, really important question. Michelle, would you like to know the question? I have to know the question. You have to know it. How are you going to answer uh, it if you don't know the exactly, question? Exactly. <laughs> Good question. Okay. The question is, you know, do we have to hire a native teacher, a native English teacher when we learn English? I mean, you know, what is your first response when you hear this, Michelle? And my first response is to get a little bit... um I don't want to say the word upset, um, mm -hmm. but my first response is like, no, like, I don't think that this yeah. should really have an impact. I think it has to deal with the skill, what you're what you're aiming for. Um, and if somebody is a good teacher and they are not a native English speaker and you don't hire them because they're not a native English speaker, I, I think that you could really be missing out. Definitely. Definitely. A hundred percent. I mean, I think the way we're going to break down today's advice is based on, you know, we're going to give you reasons to hire a native teacher and reasons to hire a non-native teacher, right? It depends mm -hmm. on a bunch of things. And then we're going to show you what every teacher, whether they're native or non-native, should have, right? In terms of qualifications. So this is going to be a great episode today, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm excited to dive in. All right. So, you know, in terms of reasons you should hire a native English teacher, if you're looking to really, really, really be challenged, that would be one thing that, you know, one reason to maybe look at hiring a native teacher. I know when I taught English in Japan, um, the you know, there were Japanese teachers in the school and then there were native teachers. And the Japanese teachers worked with a lot of the more beginner students, the lower level students, because they actually taught in Japanese. They translated between Japanese and English. So if you're looking for kind of that level of translation, if you feel like you want to learn with translations, you could go ahead and hire a teacher from your own country. We in Japan, the native teachers were used for the super, super high level students. So that's one area in terms of level. But it doesn't mean that a non-native teacher couldn't challenge you. Of course they could. Right, Michelle? Yeah, I think... I think, you know, you brought up some good points of like that. Um, I'm thinking of the non-native English teachers that I know. 
Yeah. Um, and they don't translate. I mean, they, they, don't they translate. I think it's also, I no. I think this is also just about like the, like how the teacher has learned to be a teacher. Yes. Um, I think, I mean, I know a lot of non-native, uh, English teachers who live in the U S and yeah. they've learned how to be a teacher, you know, and sure. like, and so they have the exact same teaching credentials that I do and yeah. they speak English in their day-to-day lives. Now, if you're talking about abroad, Lindsay, I think right. you definitely have more to say on that subject yeah that Um, situation (laughs) so so but that's but i wouldn't put that as like native non-native necessarily Mm. i would put that as like how have they learned to teach yeah i love Uh, that Mm -hmm. that's that's how i think of it because i don't know i just struggle with the idea of like oh like uh it it should be native to you know because yeah of mm-hmm. these reasons, but I also understand what you're saying, Lindsay, if that's what you saw when in Yeah. Japan. It depends on where you're learning and what you yeah. need. So just yeah, understanding yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. in that way. I so what would be another thing, Michelle, in terms of one reason to to hire a native teacher? What do you think? Well, I mean, there could be some cultural aspects that uh yeah. you know, perhaps a native teacher uh would maybe uh, would know a little bit more and could kind of speak to those things a little bit more. But again, I I, I think that <laughs> sorry, I know I'm being difficult <laughs> <It's okay>. here. <laughs> I'm disagreeing a lot, but I but I again I thinking of this as a maybe abroad slash not abroad mm, situation. So okay. if you're like learning that. English in the in the U.S. with teachers who live yeah. or lived in the U.S. or or if you're living or maybe a teacher in Japan has spent a lot of time living in the U.S. or knows a lot about American culture, Mm -hmm. then I think that's okay. I think it really speaks to just the knowledge of the teacher and where you are. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I'm being difficult. I know. (laughs) That's okay. It's Mm -hmm. good to look at this is a really complex issue. And it's really good to look at different angles on it. I think it does depend for sure on where you are living, where you're learning. In terms yes. of the culture piece, I think that if you are if you're in the US working with a non-native teacher, they could show you a lot about kind of getting used to living in that culture, right? And that would be a benefit that possibly a native teacher from the US who's never lived abroad, they wouldn't be able to help you with that. They would say, mm-hmm. "Why is that confusing? It is what it is." Right? Mm-hmm. So that would be a benefit. Someone who's crossed the culture, tried to live in that culture, might be able to offer you that edge in that case. Right. Right? That's true. I think that's I I completely agree with that. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, let's skip down. Let's see. So there are <laughs> other issues, you know, around you know native phrases, pronunciation. Um, but let's talk about reasons to hire a non-native English teacher. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, one thing is you can get grammar. Uh, I mean, this is if the person speaks your first language, right? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's another piece of it too. Like, uh, uh, like if if they speak your first language, then they, well, even if it's not your first language, I feel like um non-native teachers might have a just like they've learned the language too. So they might right. have a different perspective on how to learn the language and and that the, yeah. and how the grammar works and they've learned the grammar in a different way that somebody like me um I might not be able to explain something in such a unique way that's like oh well look at it this way or you know right. cuz that's what I know I can right. explain it but I feel like they might have a different way of yeah, 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 yeah. It depends on the approach you want to grammar, I guess, right? Yeah. And and it is a benefit as, that a non-native teacher has actually gone through the process of learning that grammar right. so they know exactly where you're likely to get confused. I mean, if they're from your culture, for example, and they speak your native language, 
not only could they translate if you want that, but they also will know exactly what's going to be hard because they know your language, yes. right? So that's right. kind and that of that could also be for pronunciation as well. Yeah. So that's really interesting uh, to think about. And then we we mentioned before, I mean, the, I think I already said this, but the benefit yeah. of the non-native teacher, if especially if you're in uh, not your home country, they're kind of getting that explained by comparing it to your own home country. If that teacher is from your country, you're both living in the US, let's say you're both from Japan, they're explaining what they've learned. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, also maybe learning methods, right? Maybe, I mean, it, what, one thing that's interesting is when I teach in a classroom where there are people from many different countries, is yeah. everybody including, you know, people from the U.S. have, has like an idea of what good teaching, good learning is, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. it depends, you know, maybe on like how you were brought up and how, you know, the school school is in your country and things like that. Um, so yeah. uh, I think that that can sometimes uh, make things mm -hmm. really good so that you can learn from the other people, but it can also kind of sometimes make things difficult, right? Because everybody right. has something. Ha, I don't want to say everybody, but yeah. in general, there are many, many different ideas of what teaching, what learning should be. Um, so yeah. if you have somebody maybe from your own country, maybe they're kind of using, you know, that might make you feel more comfortable. Right. Make me, yeah. This is this is where I could see the benefit of both sides, right? If you're more comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I could also see, you know, the other side. So, for example, it's I know true. that in the school I worked at in Japan, the school was trying to get away from the traditional methods that are used in Japan, right? That are mm -hmm. just the rote memorization, the classroom, the textbooks. And they were trying yeah. to insert like a new, let's stand up, let's do this role play, let's do this differently. And so... I could see both sides here, why a native teacher would be good and why if you're more comfortable with your, you know, yeah. the culture of teaching where you're from, that could work too. That's but a good point. Yeah. But, you know, we've just talked about reasons for a native teacher, reasons for a non-native teacher. But I think there are, I think in the end, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. what does matter is the teacher themselves in terms of kind of their qualifications and their experience. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You want a teacher to be professional and educated. Um, mm -hmm. An advanced degree would be great, like a certificate or an academic degree in TESOL. Yeah. I mean, you have um, a master's in TESOL, right. right? You spent two years learning about methodology of teaching at the graduate degree level, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think um, that I think just a professional, you know, a and, professional. And, and a serious teacher. So not someone who's maybe just doing it as a hobby or, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. that can be okay, too. I mean, you have conversation groups and conversation clubs like or exchanges yeah. where you can get a great teacher like that. But it depends why you're learning. Yeah, it depends on if you have a deadline. We talk about a lot on this show about IELTS. Guys, we have another podcast called the IELTS Energy Podcast. And you don't want to prepare with a hobbyist for IELTS. That's absolutely for sure. Uh, you can't afford that to waste that time. You need a true professional, preferably someone who was an examiner even. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, depending on your goals, you, you do need a serious teacher. Okay. And, and what else? I mean, it's, I think it's really nice if the teacher has, you know, lived in an English speaking country, because immersion can't be replaced. It's not totally required, but it's an added bonus in your teacher. I think it's helpful. I mean, yeah. I, I, it just for some of the things we talked about. Um, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I think it just adds an extra special something that could be that that could be useful. I mean, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. And I also think it's important that the person's learned another language because it's kind of a visceral experience learning a language, isn't it, Michelle? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they'll understand, you know, what you're going through, um, what kinds of things might be, might be difficult. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that's good as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and then the last one, Michelle, is there anything else? Any, any yeah. final thing we should keep in mind when we choose a teacher? Someone who's taught before, someone who does it right. <laughs> Obviously, everyone has to start somewhere. But, you know, maybe someone who has testimonials, like t- examples of students who are pleased yeah. and happy from the past. That's always a good thing to see. Yeah, guys. So really, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's kind of our conclusion. It doesn't matter if you hire a native teacher or a non-native teacher. It's more about what we've shared at the end of this episode. Are they serious? Do they have a degree? Do they have experience? Right? Do they have testimonials? Do they have success stories? Right? That's what you want to look for when it comes to finding an English teacher. Exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. What an interesting conversation. Very important. Yeah, it's a good conversation. All right, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out today. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.